All right, world, we're back again with another episode of Creatornomics. Let's get it. And today we have a very special guest, Alex, who I've been trying to get on the uh, pod for, <laughs> I don't know, about a year. <laughs> he finally, finally. finally is on. And obviously I have my bestie, Andrea, potting What's with me up, as always. Everybody? Honor to be here. All right, so we're going to dive right into it because right before this, Andrea was starting to spill out some amazing, cool ideas. And we need to record keep it. So mm-hmm. this is going to okay. be our way of record keeping her mm-hmm. amazing ideas. All right, perfect. So I was asking if you guys like Flash Plus as a brand. And these cons, because Alex, I'll give you some context. Yeah. One of our biggest brands is Flash Rewards. And I really want to level it up. I'm going to do, I'm doing some cool stuff. We're doing some promos, giveaways. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I think I need a brand under that umbrella that encompasses and talks about how this is like, the next level experience. Yeah. So I, okay. my, my thought, I guess one thing I'll throw in there about brands and I'd love to hear what Alex yeah. thinks, but yeah. like the name doesn't matter. Like huh. I think that people get way too hung up yeah. on like, what's the name going to be? Like literally call it pickles. Like just think of something random well, I, I and then build the brand around it. I like agree. Apple is iconic totally. brand. It's literally Apple. And it's yeah. just Apple. But this is <laughs> the thing though. I totally agree with you when you're starting from zero. This is a different piece because you want to, there's already something that you need to associate it to mm. and so level it what up. Would, what would the difference be between plus and reward? Like, so rewards, rewards is the core product. Exactly. Right? You're the yeah. But I'm going to have additional offerings for you, stars. Mm. So I teased this last time. We're going to do a big Coachella giveaway. Okay. We're doing A tickets. We, uh, we want to oh, offer more things I to see. our users beyond being able to earn a reward. Can people yeah. check the link in bio for the, uh, for yeah. the, yeah. For the Coachella giveaway? For the Coachella exactly. giveaway. So, you know, I want to build this additional experience. So I think in Flash Plus yep. could be a cool way. And then it still ties up to Flash Rewards, which is an right. established brand. We helped level it up, but it gives me a space to do additional cool Is shows. the idea like you take a specific or some type of reward and that brings in the user base you're looking for like that's the, the basic yeah. parts and, and i so think it's matching different offers to new audiences yeah it's how do we find new people yeah. you're trying to, to get exactly. a more right. affluent audience and right. but, right. but not in general it can be all kinds of things right like i'm doing two extra words or and yeah. it also can help us match where we can run this offer yeah right so i can run this on the radio and it can right. kill it right be- and then we can reach a ton more people that might not have ever found out rewards in the traditional so channels. The, in the domain on radio would just be like Coachella, you know. Probably not Coachella. I don't think that's yeah, a little well, train wreck. Yeah, yeah. But it, I could do like flushplushticks.com or yeah, Shella yeah. Ticks or something like is that, there, right? Is there like a deliberate move away from using reward, rewards as a term? Or is like is that for is that for safety no, reasons? I or? think um I think I want to do uh, well, you know, some channels have a problem with yeah, rewards. right, right. And right. I think that is definitely part of it. But I think overall, I'm not scared of rewards. Like, like I lean into a rewards. Right. But I think because some of these, I I want to leave it open to yeah. listen. Giveaways are the first thing we're trying out. Yep. I don't know what I'm gonna come up with <laughs> in three six months. So I want to make it broad yeah. enough that we could. Hey, they might be like man on the street giving things out. Right. Next thing you know. So, right. so right. for, for right. listeners right. Right. that right. don't know, can you explain what Flash Plus and like this Coachella giveaway is in like simple terms? Yeah. So we are going, so I'll take it a little step back. We started some like 2S giveaways. So like limited time promos where users can come and you can go through a program, you earn rewards. But for a limited time, I'm going to double your program. I'm going to give you an option. We're trying, we started doing last year two some bonuses. So, if you finish the program, you leave us give us a giveaway um, review, 
We're gonna pick somebody, give them five K bonus because we feel like it. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go all in with Coachella because I think that's really fun. We're gonna have eight tickets. We're gonna give away one lucky winner every week in March. Nice. Get they get two tickets because nobody wants to go to Coachella alone. That's really yep. sad. I mean, unless <laughs> some you people just, might. Some, yeah, yeah. I mean, not that Bad Don't Bunny, not yeah, Bad Bunny yeah, is headlining. <laughs> they might just want to try and sneak over there. But right. Um, and we're gonna run a portal, and you can in, earn different amount of entries for this giveaway based on what you do. So you can share with your friends, share on social. Obviously, if you go through a program, yep. you're gonna get a ton more chances yep. to be able. So to you can get you can win the traditional gift card. And get exactly. raffle tickets. Nice. So you can yeah. get your tickets and you can have money, your beer money, for your outfit plus, money. Yeah. It's the plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got it, see? Okay, yeah. so even even simpler, and I, I can jump in here too, but just to explain what the program is, um, and you've probably seen some of our creators promote it across socials. Yeah. Um, basically, you go into rewards, you're prompted to take a survey that's optional, but... If you take it, then it will help curate good deals for you. Um, and then you hit a wall, which is well, uh, wall is our terminology, but you know you, you see, hit you're, a you see a, uh, offers offer list that you can pick from. So we call those deals. And as you complete your deals, you earn credits that then you can cash out for cash, a gift card to your account. So that's what it is. It's rewards. You discover, you try new products, or so you, you, take, know, I'll, I'll you download yeah. games, or you do. There's a new show you're dying to watch, and you do not have that streaming service. You might find it. For, you might find a free trial. You, it's a new year. You might want to have some healthy food options, so you sign up for that new food delivery. So it's stuff that you may have been looking to sign up for, may have not even known that existed. Yeah. yeah. But you know, the, we show you all these awesome offers. And like I said, you complete, you get a credit. The more you complete, you can cash out for yeah. a high reward value. Yeah. And I, I think a cool way to think about it that's uh, probably different than maybe is obvious right away is like you're going to profit on the program to give away your time and try new things. Yes. You're not like just getting given something. No, it's yeah. not free. Yeah. We're it's, very yeah. clear. <laughs> you might invest a little money, but you're going to get a lot more out of yeah. it. And yeah, you're going to exactly. get cool stuff. Good services. Yep. Uh, new games. You might get addicted. I don't know. It depends yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> they make you a touchy one. Right. But so we've had this program for years. There's millions of people that come onto our websites every month, which is awesome. But I'm trying to reach more people. I yeah. want to bring new audiences. And when we are all the time trying to bring new advertisers so our users can like find new cool things right. that yeah. they can <laughs> discover and try. But we also want to have more people come out. Listen, we want you. The more you try, the more deals you complete, yeah. we we want to give rewards does, out. Right? Does rewards have fully global reach, or is it limited to certain markets? U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia. Okay. Got yeah. it. Like the tier one geos. Tier ones, yeah. yeah. Say. So, yeah. Like, something we talked about last month, last thought is something, and I want to talk to you guys for Infuse, yeah. is we are starting to do a lot of promos in Spanish to reach yeah, U.S. Hispanics. Yeah, I was going to ask about this. Yeah, because I heard a bit about yeah, it. Yeah, U.S. Hispanics, which is awesome. They're t talking about new audiences, right? And yep. how do you connect them? We talk about marketing as a whole. Connect your product to your users. Yep. So how do we bring this offering to a whole new audience? Did that I, could use did I mention my first summer internship was at, not my first, but an early one was at Univision doing network sales. No way. So I like learned all about like. Uh, Hispanic markets. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Do you know Spanish at all? 
A little bit, but please don't like. <laughs> so we're going to be switching this to Spanish yeah, now. Spanish pop. Air horn. But so no, I would love to uh, recruit some infused yeah. Hispanic creators, creators yeah. because here comes a plus. We could do some cool giveaways or some cool programs specific in Spanish. For this audience, we can build something fun for this community. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. So I love it. That? So I think plus, I think we've the salvage at a slash plus. It's the yeah. name. Yeah. It's blessed. Is it? But to the earlier question, is it gonna be fully different brand or different branding? Yeah. Playing off of the flash rewards look and feel, or is it like supposed to be like a we'll elevated? We'll, we'll new elevate thing. it, and yeah. you should check out. I sent uh, Andrew a bunch yeah. of promos that we launched. We launched nice. a Valentine's promo. We launched. Uh, Big game promo this week. Yep. Uh, and then we'll continue to bring yeah. crazy and a fresh look to yeah, this yeah. program. Yeah. For, for those that, that don't know, I mean, that was like obviously the partnership between Infuse and Fluent. Yep. It was like, you know, how can we help? I mean, it started off as how can we help you guys run that through the creator channel? Correct. Obviously, you know, we've expanded beyond that, but that's still a, a big part of it. It's, it's super core and important. And so I think Alex, moving over to you, yeah. and you've seen all sorts. Of, I, I, you were actually were never in like the reward space yeah. specifically, but you've yeah. seen all sorts of similar affiliate stuff run through the creator channel. I guess kind of how did your journey start, and like how, how has it kind of evolved, and, and dig into some of the parts for there. sure. Like how, like how I got here, yeah. how you what, got here, yeah, yeah. for Who sure. Who are you, bro? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for our viewers at home. I mean, we know Univision. Yeah. That's one. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> And we've gathered that you work at yeah, Infuse. Yeah, That's exactly. Much, there's like two parts. There's like eight years between those <laughs> yeah. two parts. Um, for sure. So uh, for those at home, whoever's listening, um, Malix, I've been with the company for a little less than a year, joined in April. Nice. Um, I can guess I can go backwards. So okay. before that, I was at a company called Jet Fuel to Plug, um, which I joined with two college friends. Nice. Um, and similar, very similar model. So performance influencer. Um at that time, it was just such a different landscape. Like the influencers were meme accounts. Like they're TikTok. 14 year old right. kids running yeah. meme accounts. Well, yeah. Well, for everyone, like TikTok <laughs> didn't even really exist. Yeah. It actually didn't exist. What year was this? 2019. Okay. So it was just breaking into. So I mean, Instagram? it was music. It was musically, and then it got acquired by ByteDance. Right. And then yeah. th there was this massive UA effort to break into the US and other markets. And, and we, at the time, we actually were, um, this is a little before I got there. Um, helping them break into the U.S. through Snapchat and Instagram. So there's, like, right. you know, some... UA for TikTok. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, it, at the time, it was a very different space, and the power was held by these meme accounts, and we built out an amazing platform that serviced those. And I think figuring out what to do with the TikTokers and the changing sort of environment is... is um, there's a lot of opportunity, but as we know, there's, like, things that work and don't work. And, <laughs> right. Um, so anyways, that, that was a, a very, very quick summary of Jet Fuel. Before that, <laughs> I was at Levi's doing brand marketing. So no top of the funnel, all very the way down to friends. bottom of the funnel performance yeah. marketing. But even when I was there, I loved learning about like what was working across channels. It's like there was huge marketing budgets and every type of marketing possible. Yeah. Um, so, so wild guess you went to school for marketing. Uh, that was like kind of a, yeah. Like I okay. did that liberal, <laughs> liberal arts like underground okay. or whatever, but like I was, I um, studied government and business and then i had i like ta to marketing class so Got that was it. my like there little you like, that was yes, your brain exactly. okay so i was wrong i've told you yeah. guys that they i mean like my college class coursework was like dance theater <laughs> yeah. oh, for sure <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah 
I went accounting. to straight, yeah. real, straight yeah. up art school, so yeah. my class is where. Oh, really? Yes. You, you That's very cool. Did you take like an accounting classes like your weird? No, I was right, like, right, I was exactly, exactly. Yeah. I was super smart, and I did all my AP classes, so I had uh, no. Wow, there I did you go. All See, yeah, yeah. of my yeah. like actual classes what? before visual arts. Yeah, I did textiles. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so. Did, were you involved in? I had fashion? my own fashion line. Yes, yes, Amazing. yes. The partner was bad. We can talk about it. So that's wait. So that's why I'm interested. You went to Levi's. Yeah, that was that was my first job out of school, and that's that's how I got to San Francisco. Okay. Um, so I lived there for two and a half years. Was Jeffield in that stuff? Based out of San Francisco. Yeah. So you moved here for Infuse. Uh, I was still with Jeffy when I moved here, uh-huh. but when I was contacted by Fluent, I was yeah. very interested in a New York-based company. So it, it absolutely like yeah. you know helped hit the scale. Where did you grow up? Uh, about an hour outside of the city. In Got West, it. West so West you're coming back home. Back home. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got it. Yeah. So, so going back to what you're saying, what did you see worked with meme accounts? Yeah. How did that work and kind of, does it still work or what was like the ultimate demise of There that? are things that will still work. Um, okay. And it's kind of like this, how do you like back into finding the audience thing that we're right. talking about even with Plus? Like we knew that retention focused social apps did great. So if they didn't have to spend any dollars, they were going to be excellent. Consumers didn't consumers, have to spend The consumers money. didn't have to spend money, for example, as okay. compared to a ROAS-focused gaming client who is looking for a first deposit, who's looking for yep. whatever it is. We couldn't really help much because our user base was young, but very active. Sort of, And so for social they were apps... They clicky. It was a clicky. clicky definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so, there, look, it was... It, for in, in, in that time period in particular, we're talking like 2019 to 2021. Okay. It was a great time period for VC-backed social consumer apps. So there were a lot of consu- like apps that were trying to find mass uptake in the market and right. had a lot of pa- like you know gunpowder to to grow. So it's a volume game. Definitely. Exactly yeah. right. And so it worked really well in meme accounts because it, it sounds to me almost like that is brand marketing in a way. Like I know that it's yes. performance, yeah. but if they're literally just looking for scale, it's almost somewhere between someone that's looking for a level 15 bro ads target and a brand that's like, we don't even know how to measure this. It's much closer to it because what it asks of the user is very little. It's install this thing that gives you, and, and also the other thing I should mention this is a bit off topic is like, um, at the time we were just masters of making like hooks that worked well. Yeah, yeah, so call like to the, actions. Call to actions were just so grippy. Like it, it brought people, like we'd be like, you know, get your snap score up with this or Got it. Um, whatever. There were things that just hooked very well into content being displayed on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. So let's stick there though right now just to like clarify for the listeners. So what what made that performance? Was it because people were downloading apps? Was it mostly yes. up clients? The payable yes. event was. Got it. Yeah. All, of our, all of our clients were mobile app developers. Got it. Okay, all of good. them. And so, and it was all based on CPI. We didn't we didn't even offer the CPI. Cost like, install. Yeah, sorry, we're talking. <laughs> we're, we just went deep into the target that we got. It's good. It's got to reel it back yeah. in. It's Wait, like, just whoa. so mom understands. Yeah, you know? of course, of course. So every everything we ran was CPI. And like we are saying, it you know, it wasn't a big ask for someone to install a social app that looked really fun and to and had no stick cost. around, had right. no cost and could stick around for a week or so. And a lot of these social consumer apps um, were just looking for growth. That was their right. goal. That's what investors wanted yeah. to see. And you, it, VC wanted to see how many more users so did you acquire. Exactly. This month. exactly. Yeah. So we wound up being a very good conduit for that because awesome. we had access to a bunch of kids who were on their phones and using Snap and whatever. But um, all consenting adults. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes, yes. Um, so, so, anyways, the, the landscape has obviously changed, and I think it. W- we're trying to figure out what to do with 
So you, know, you, you think what's shifted from what I'm hearing is that the demand has shifted. The supply is still relatively similar, but what advertisers are looking for in today's ecosystem is different. Yeah. Are they more ROAS focused, <clears throat> yeah. more LTV focused? Well, there's that too, right? Because like the, it's a different world now. Yep. And people are looking for, you know, shorter payback periods. And they're they're not even saying like, we'll look at day one and day 30. They're like, we want day seven ROAS to be 5% higher than it was wow. six months ago or a yeah. year ago. And so things are t things are tightening up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but how, yeah, how do you guys both think as a marketer when advertisers in the performance world are like really tightening the screws on what they need to see on performance? And as a marketer, you only have like, so much control over someone's day seven yeah. ROAS versus like, like it's like how much can a marketer <laughs> be responsible and how, what can we do to like yeah. really drive that for them versus, for sure. you know, it's, just being like, Hey, like I'm getting your brand out there and I'm getting yeah. you, I think perf some performance. The way I would answer and the way, the way I would answer this and the way that we approach this at, at jet fuel and, and just generally is like, it's kind of from the the starting point of what the user sees. I think that's mm -hmm. that's what I think of. If yeah. there's and, and we talk about this all the time. It's like we want to review ad quality for for everything that goes live because it it plants the seed or it's the inspiration for what yep. the user then does. So yeah. the ad is very Sets clear. Expectations Ex from exactly the get exactly. Yep. So the ad is like, look, this is a really fun game. You're gonna like it. That's great. But if it's if there's an incentive that's different from someone actually genuinely enjoying the game, like you can guarantee someone gets to a week, but you can't guarantee they get to 30 days. Right. And so it's hard to say. Yeah. Like, I think, I, yeah. I think for me, the one thing that I've found is the biggest thing in creator marketing, I think even beyond the hook, but we could debate yeah. it. Um, yeah. Is the audience? Yeah, like I was just if you're yeah yeah if if the audience is people if you're looking for you know, people that will play, uh, re you know, a casual gaming and play it to level 20. It's like we know yeah. from a demo standpoint, it's like moms that have like some disposable income. Right. right. So you need to find Time and th income, that yeah. audience. And no matter how good your hook is with, if it's not that audience, you're yeah. not going to get the downfall. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be, yeah. I say I'm going to say audience, but I, I wouldn't go as demo. I think, well, because we see so many users, we have so we can analyze so much data mm. every week, but a lot of what we're doing is just matching the right audiences for that offer. And then also, I think advertisers are more focused on ROAS, but what I hear mm -hmm. a lot from our clients is like, they want ROAS mm -hmm. and scale at yeah. the same yeah, time. Yeah, of course. So they want their, I think when yeah. you get into a true <laughs> partnership and they know what you can deliver, you uh, <clears throat> arrange your pricing. Mm -hmm. So you price some audiences and some sources for ROAS and you price them for scale. For scale. Yeah. Because they're looking, yes. both are still important, yes. right? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, we, we would try to blend it, right? So you, when I'm talking about at Jetfield, we had um, this meme kind of like big network that was yeah. doing a lot of volume, not a lot of ROAS. And we had a few TikTokers who would do better ROAS, not yeah. a lot of volume. And so blending it and packaging it up and giving it to the client is part of the, the deal. And um, I, I think that is the answer in the performance space. It's yeah. if you want scale and performance, we're going to make you a soup and we're going <laughs> to mix it all together and it's going right, to be a right. little or, bit of both. Because uh, right. or you, it depends on the type of client and type of partnerships or you go super transparent as well, which you like I see I'm seeing, especially in gaming, 
I see uh, those advertisers thinking more that way, where they are, because they're doing it the same, like, with their own sources. Yeah. They're pricing up and down, so, like, if you can give them that option, if you have a network with all the sources, you can yeah, do yeah. that. Yep. You're it saying just completely dynamic pricing by, yes. like, subsource. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. right. No, that's, that's definitely, and that's something that we've talked about as well. What's the best way yep. to price all this? Do you... For for us, the the There's example no right is answer, for right every yeah, single yeah. influencer, do we change their pricing every day on every action? Well, or which, do we? Yeah. Which is like, what you, what they do on their own sources is they probably right. look you know at the reporting and They're tweak bidding. pricing yep, all the time. Exactly. Yeah. But like, is that the right thing to do? Is that too herky jerky? Like, yeah. Because yeah. then you have yeah. to think so. about your creators. Like, <laughs> if you're a creator and you're just like. I've been running this and like I was getting ten dollars and then I got one dollar then I got like I just like it's don't crazy. really know yeah. what's that's going on. That's yeah, really tough. that's uh, like one of the most the biggest points of frustration from creators is the price changes for sure. I'm sure because yeah. as a creator, you have to think like they're just like I'm doing like I'm getting you downloads and like I'm getting you what you they're want. Doing like the same yes. amount of yeah, action, yeah, and they right? and they're <laughs> trying honestly. Yeah, right? they are. they're like and, and especially if we're approving their ads and working with them, they're like you were with me the whole way. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's like I didn't deceive you at all. So and like you're cutting my price in <laughs> right, half. Exactly. Like, yeah. So exactly. It's it's tough. And yeah. I think I think working in, I think influencer performance brings even more complication because yeah. if you're buying media you just go okay you change your cost bids. cap change bid and, and it's of course that's exactly it yeah. like to that that's you change a number and an algorithm is doing something else yeah yeah versus here you're talking right. about people, people right? yeah they get upset exactly as they, they we should. hear from I mean, them and yeah. as they should exactly it's like we yeah. we sell them on the idea that there's unlimited earnings and there's unlimited budget and all this yeah. stuff and it's it, yeah it is true it but is true also, absolutely um, it is. i think for advertisers that are used to performance, like they need to understand that this isn't just like another media buying channel. You like it's right. people it and like, Absolutely. it's not just like a massive machine as much right. as we are trying right. to make it one and like yeah. somewhat right. successfully, but. Not to mention, we've talked about this a lot, but there there are attribution problems. Like not everything goes through the link. We know this for a fact. Like right. A lot of the traffic is just going in organic as well, organically. Yeah, exactly. And, and so right. it's, and that's a, like, who, what advertiser would ever admit that the things they're paying for are like happening outside for of free. Yeah, for free. Yeah, like, free. Exactly. <laughs> like, and so some good partners will say, yes, like our BI team has seen it and that's great. We're going to increase your prices to reflect that. But so let's like just for a listen to so yeah. that. Would it be something, for example, <laughs> I go out and I do a live and then they see that. There's just like an organic uptick that happened right after yes, they did that. Exactly. But so not some people through the exactly. not, through the, not like, through the links. Right. Yeah. It's not like they went to the bio, they just actually went to the app store and downloaded Exactly right. It. Exactly right. Which is why a lot of creators, I'd say the vast, vast majority, aren't open to affiliate working that way, which is right. a huge thing that right. we have to overcome. And the ones that are willing to work in affiliate and like right. work with us can make a ton. Right. Of money. Like right. we see 100%. it. Like, if you're willing it's, to like get your hands dirty and like learn how this works and yeah. like yes. really like it's you can worth make the time. It's a ton. Without a doubt. But yes, yes. And we're working really hard to educate, <laughs> but even still, like so many creators are just gonna be like, Why would I only get paid for this stuff that yeah, I drive through exactly. my bio? Like yeah. I made an ad, I gave it to my audience, yep. I am putting my brand yes. and my name yes. behind this, which is worth something, yeah. not just the clicks through bio. So do you see are you doing like hybrid models where there's like they have a floor and then there is performance after that? So the whole hybrid model is yeah. We, we've talked about this <laughs> in many, many strategy uh -huh. meetings. Um I mean, what we've realized is that there is a value to the view, no matter what, yep. that we can't necessarily figure out to the penny amount. But like, right. 
you know, if the click-through rate is 30%, like, that's just through the links, and right. that's a good sign, and we know there's more that came from the views alone. So right. we're trying to figure out if there's a way that we can hybrid it or or just go with CPM in some cases or, or stick with yeah. the, yeah. So we, we have to be flexible with our business model and yeah. our pricing or else yeah. we're going to hit a ceiling, which we, we've talked yeah, about. Absolutely. I mean, there, yeah. there's only so many creators out there. And by the way, any creators listening, if you want to work with us, like we will teach you how to make a ton of yeah. money through the traditional performance. 100%. And you guys 100%. are doing the good work of educating the creators, and then on the other side, you're educating your clients sure. because it's a new channel for them, sure. right? Yeah. So this is what happens. And to that's when that's we have to new. say, look, like yeah. it's not like we can't just like throw pricing changes, right? Yeah. Like so, right, it, right. it's educating on both sides, right. Um, right? And yeah, and just to double down for creators listening, there, people have made heaps of money doing this. I mean, yeah. like like seven figures in a year running on performance. So. It's it's definitely possible. But so I want to ask you guys: Are you seeing like coming into New Year different kinds of advertisers uh, trying to play on performance on influencer, or is it mostly like uh, most of the advertisers are games? Are I think we what, what are what are yeah, the verticals yeah. that are yeah. dominating? It's, it's the same stuff that yeah. works well in a traditional affiliate. Is what mm-hmm. we're, we've seen so, so far. Like for we, the listener, what's that? Uh, like real money gaming apps, okay. casual gaming apps, rewards, like yes. rewarded programs. Yep. Um, yep. And that's that's really, you know, I think there's some, maybe I'm missing a few like there, casual n- social apps. Yeah, stuff, casual so- social a little bit. Yeah. And there's some like, we talk about utility apps that might be coming in, which are like wallpaper, screensaver, that kind of like okay. universally appealing things. Got but it. other than that, it's real. the power users are the gaming clients. The people that yeah. know how to do affiliate. Because um, they just know performance very well. And the, I mean, we've, we've strained through doing this, but we've talked to so many advertisers and like, they're like, well, it's influencer. So we want to review all the creative. Right. And we want right. to handpick right. and curate right. the creators. That's a tough and portion. we want performance. Yeah. Right. And then right. we're just like, I mean, it's just like, then, like, what Andrew is making the ad himself at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I know. So we're lucky. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think that they, in other performance channels, they take for granted, like, oh, like, they're just buying some media on Facebook. Like, it's proprietary. Yeah. They're not going to tell yeah, us exactly. what they're doing, but exactly. the performance is coming yeah. in. But because the influencer in the traditional business model is, like, you get to be so hands-on. Yeah. They, they are. So I think that we have still an b- uphill battle to yeah. fight with brands and teaching them like right. you can either work the traditional right. way which i think that we need to build a yep. solution for mm-hmm. or you can work the performance way but working in both is just like it's not going to work for the creator so it's right. not going to exactly. work exactly but and and to <laughs> that end like it it is a just a bulletproof pitch for advertisers like those two words are the sell it's like influencer performance yeah both things is what they want. So the, it requires the very little convincing. Yeah. yeah. And so you are paying for results. Yeah. So like it is the panacea of what yeah. they want. 100%. Marketer wants. 100%. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, so yeah. The other thing is like, I don't know if this is like a hot take, but I think that influencers aren't necessarily like the best pure performance channel. Mm. Like I You're think right. they genuinely are good for like long term partnerships where like over time they're part of the brand themselves and their image mm-hmm. like but it's not if you want a ton of scale on a performance basis overnight we have some solutions sure. for you but yep. in general I wouldn't go to the creator economy I'd go to traditional performance marketing I mean yeah if you want your brand to have really strong partnerships and like grow yeah. in ways that aren't like 
a million downloads overnight with quality, then influencers by far the best. I mean, buying an ad on Facebook. Here's actually where I'd I'd tie it back to the creators listening. Why like performance is is actually in their best interest is creators have been getting taken advantage of for years because the like CACs are so low because they don't understand any of the media math that goes into their audiences. And so when a company's like, we need to find new growth channels and we're whatever our, our you know, we're, we're driving into costs that are getting big on Facebook and Google and the big players. Yeah. You can go and hit someone up and pay $100 and your CACs on whatever that is is going to be way lower. By yeah. taking, it's like a knowledge gap. There's an asymmetry of knowledge. And so and I think we're bringing people in. Piece, exactly. We're saying, teaching them how to Exactly. Create There's a yeah. dollar amount that, that you should be rewarded for your work um, yeah. with a little bit of cooperation about, you know, ad approach and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's it's genuinely in the best interest of like aligning incentives right. and making sure everyone For gets sure. paid what they deserve. Yeah. To the to the dollar. So no, um, that's fair. So because it's still January, so we still can like talk about what we're excited for for this year. Alex, <laughs> what are like give me bold predictions? What are you excited for? Yeah. What are you seeing coming into twenty twenty three? Yeah. In the creator economy. So so high level or about what we're working on? Either way. Yeah. You give I think the first you? thing I'd say is in the last few weeks, things for the business have picked up in an amazing way. And awesome. that's just like a great way to start the year and gives us yeah. a lot yes. of breathing room. Um, so we've been talking, I mean, even last night we were talking about this, but just how to grow beyond strictly, I mean, I don't know if this is blasphemous, strictly beyond performance and just yeah. make room for some of the brand, uh, whatever it is, view-based or, yeah. or flat fee-based and facilitate that for advertisers. Just to get a little bit more in the mainstream like a hundred billion dollar influencer market like we're like in this little piece that we're dominating in which is great but yeah yeah, as you exactly. make that pie bigger, yeah. you yeah. can also take yeah. over yeah. a little yeah. bit. And so and what, what we <laughs> say is it, it doesn't need to, to contradict the work that we're doing um, on a performance basis. Yeah. It's actually going to leverage a lot of the same yeah. tech that we built yeah, or whatever else. Sure. But, but I think the idea of, of you know going after a larger addressable market is exciting. And, and that could hopefully put us next to peers who are exceptionally large yeah. um, <laughs> versus kind of the we, – we know very well the, the landscape, squad. the performance yeah. sort of game. But – um, yeah, I think there's a lot of building to do this okay. year around that. Yeah. For me? Yeah. I'm excited what about everything. Super Bowl party. Yeah, we love events. I'm excited to be out and about get with events. Get out and, like, connect with your last creators. Year, yes, I, yes, last yes. year I was just, like, so in the trenches. Yeah. This year I'm like, hey, everybody, look what I built. <laughs> so I'm excited to do totally. that. Totally. Yeah. I'm excited to you? build things with you all. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Everything, yeah. this conversation ties back to exactly where we started. Yep. I think us, because for when my relationship with you guys, I'm an advertiser for you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. how I are need, we doing, by the way? We need, to, we, need to do, we need to work together so, like, we figure out what is, how can I leverage your channel in the yes. best possible way yeah. to get as much as we can for the creators, for ourselves. But then also, I might change and adjust and evolve my program. For this channel. Exactly. Yeah, of course. It needs to, we so need to work together. Yeah. Of course. matches. Yes. Together. For sure. Yes. Cool. Can I get a round of applause? <laughs> All right. Good stuff, guys. <laughs> this is a great pod, Alex. Great. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah, I would love to. This, yeah. is, this is a treat. Thanks, everybody, for yeah. listening. We out. Cheers. Subscribe to the latest episode of Creatornomics at InfusePod.com. That's InfusePod.com.